Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. So it's Thursday, March 19th. Uh, majority of the Bay Area is under shelter-in-place orders. About a week and a half ago, independent journalist Brian Kranz was still showing up to the Superior Courthouse in Solano County to do some reporting. And as wild as it sounds, he was there covering a jury trial. You know, with the judge, prosecution, defense, jurors, the whole thing. I am a little nervous about taking myself out of quarantine to go attend this court hearing for no reason other than the judge wants the jury to go through. This trial Brian was covering would be the last one to continue in all of California, at least for now. It's been 11 days since Governor Gavin Newsom announced a shelter-in-place order for California. And our lives of physical distancing, not gathering in groups, won't be ending anytime soon. But in Solano County, a jury trial actually continued well into March until the state put all jury trials on hold. Today, the courtroom in Vallejo that kept going while the rest of the Bay Area all but stopped. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Welcome to the Bay. In Solano County, um, there was a lot of concern um, regarding the coronavirus, obviously, because if you're on a jury trial, you're never alone. And so in that process, on the last day of trial, I think I counted a total of 33 people in the courtroom, which under these new social distancing guidelines, that's like three times what people are supposed to be gathering. Brian Kranz is an independent reporter based in the Bay Area. He recently covered the trial of a Solano County man accused of kidnapping and raping two minors in Vallejo. I'm curious what was going on in your head when you were coming into the courthouse to cover this trial every day. Like, were you concerned at all that everything was operating as business as usual? I myself, as the reporter that had to go and physically be there, take myself out of quarantine, drive to Vallejo, sit in the courtroom, I was actually relieved it stopped. I started covering the trial on Thursday the 19th. That's just when Solano County instituted their stay-at-home order. I went into Solano County Court. Uh, immediately, I saw a group of people hugging outside of the courthouse. That's going to happen. Courthouses are very emotional places. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to social distance myself around this. And then, you know, you go into the security, a little bit looser than the airport. You can leave your shoes on, but, you know, you take everything off and you put it in a bin. And these bins are not being cleaned. 
The hallway isn't that wide. It's really long. You're going to pass by people. There was no hand sanitizer um, available to people unless you walked into a courtroom. The current court system is not set up to handle these types of distancing and guidelines. But Judge Bowers did institute some safety guards. The interesting thing is normally when they have a jury trial, they lump all the jurors together in one spot. You know, it's the jury box. You're sitting next to somebody like you normally would sit next to somebody. It's a little bit more spacious than, like, say, an airplane, but you're still pretty close to one another. And this time, Judge Bowers is like, we're going to institute social distancing. And so there were some jurors in the court box, and then the rest of the jurors were sitting in the galley behind the prosecution. They're filing motions, they're touching with their hands. Um, I was making observations of just when people would like cough into their hands and then handle court paperwork and then like hand it to a clerk. We're all learning to override our normal things. You know, like I'm still trying to learn not to touch my face. But when you're going through a court system when everybody's just been doing it, this same thing for 15 years, and I was just watching it and just being like, this is a bad idea. When Brian's in court on Thursday, March 19th, Solano County became the last Bay Area county to issue a shelter-in-place order. Meanwhile, the trial was still going on. By that point, we're all talking about this pandemic. It was all people were talking about on break. You know, there were people talking about the hoarding shopping that was going on, you know. But it was those two security guards at the front door, you know, they were wearing masks. We're now actually thinking about that the virus isn't some strange, far-off thing. It's here, it's scary, you know, and we all need to do our part to keep it from getting worse. Everybody started trying to work remotely, you know, meanwhile, these jurors are being told to come in every day. They're doing their civic duty, you know, come, come sit and listen to this. Things are changing rapidly. It's the only thing in the news, you know, that's all anyone's talking about. There's cases here, there's cases there. The defense keeps making motions around, hey, this is kind of nuts that we're still here. There's no legal reason to be here. And it just came to a point where the public defender was like, I don't know if these jurors are able to concentrate on their task at hand simply because of what is going on around them. What's the most important thing going on right here? Is it, is it, is it making sure this trial continues or is it protecting not just the, the jurors and the attorneys, but you know the court employees that they're required to be there because it's their job. Then on Thursday night, Governor Gavin Newsom issues a statewide order to shelter in place. Only businesses considered essential are allowed to stay open. The police and fire, the grocery stores, they are not going to be shutting down uh, because of this uh, shutdown order. But there are a few other... Friday, when the statewide order comes in, Judge Robert Bowers literally says to everyone in court, what does that have to do with us? Again, the courts are exempt, so the judge could just keep going. Um, This judge is known for being, you know, brave and daring and everything. But as Deputy Director Nick Valoy told me, you know, you know, being being brave can sometimes backfire. It's not, you know, it's just when you're wrong, but you're, you know, strong-headed, that can sometimes be trouble. Then on Monday, March 23rd, um, 
the presiding judge of Solano County, Donna Stassen, she basically sent everyone in the case a letter or a memorandum that says, nope, this jury trial is going to be delayed until April 24th. So it's like, nope, we're going we're gonna to wait a month. And there's more breaking news tonight. All jury trials in California's superior courts are being put on hold because of the coronavirus pandemic. Then the Chief Justice of California, Tani Cantil Sakauye, just shut down all court trials across California. I'm not sure there were many others going on, and I checked in the best of our ability. This was the last one, but she just sent out a multi-page letter saying all jury trials are canceled. The current court system is not set up to handle social distancing guidelines, and there will be no more jury trials for a couple months unless there's some reason why it's absolutely necessary or there's a way they can find a use to use technology you know, the same way we're all we're all you know communicating now whether it be zoom or something like that but unless they can find a way to do it where everyone's still distance she just ended all jury trials immediately while this order suspends jury trials for the time being other court proceedings are going on there's still those everyday day-to-day things and people need to be able to go through the court system protective orders you know if, if you're a victim of domestic abuse you still need to get a judge to sign you know a, a, a piece of paper to keep yourself safe um, so yeah all those were continuing to functioning but judges across the state were just slowly looking at just being like okay like what's important can any of these jury trials or civil proceedings in general be done remotely like is that even practical? Do we have the tools for that? The way the current system is set up, you know, if there's physical evidence against a defendant, they should have a right to be able to see it. Not just be like, oh, that, you know, I can see that over video. That might be it. It's that close proximity. And also the big thing is if you've ever sat in with a jury trial, you want to be as close as possible to your lawyer. You know, you're going to be whispering things like, I never said that. That's, that, that, that person's lying. Do something. You don't want everyone else to be able to hear. So obviously they could find a way of just like, all right, we're going to mute the mic so I can have, you know, a privileged and private conversation with my attorney. And, you know, there's definitely uh, different ways for people to look at it in the future. But, you know, the justice's order just basically said, like, look, the way we're currently doing it, we can't keep doing it at this time. And there could be ways that they relook at the criminal justice system, at least the physical part of being present in it, so that, you know, it's just, it's easier, and especially now, it's just safer. Brian says we don't quite have the system to do something like a Skype or Zoom trial, but he also says that all this sheltering in place and working remotely could actually force our courts to change some of the old ways they operate. Now, whether or not they start interpreting that to mean different things, you know, well, it's, I'm not physically in front of a judge, but the judge can see me, I can see that judge, um, you know, my witnesses could testify from home, you know, that might also be less traumatic on having someone coming into the courthouse, you know, there's just, there's people in orange jumpsuits, there's people in handcuffs, you know, it's, it's a very intimidating experience. And maybe this could be a way for witnesses that who are scared to testify physically in front of their you know, possible abuser, their, their rapist, their, the person who kidnapped them, you know, that might be a way that they're able to testify and feel a little bit safer. 
if anything, it might produce some efficiency in the court in the court system. And now the court is just going to have to figure out how to keep people's rights intact while also making sure they're not endangering people, you know, by exposing them to, you know, a lethal pathogen. Courthouses are considered an essential business and will stay open during shelter-in-place orders. But as you now know, services have been reduced only to what's considered necessary. For more information on what services are still available to you in state superior court during the COVID-19 pandemic, we've got a link for you in our episode notes. Brian Kranz is an independent journalist based in the Bay Area. His story on this case in Solano County will be published in The Appeal later this week. You can follow his work on Twitter. He's at Citizen Kranz. That's Citizen K-R-A-N-S. And we're at The Bay KQED. This episode of The Bay was produced by Alan Montecilio, Devin Kariyama, and Marisol Medina Cadena, who I just want to give a shout out to. The Bay is made by a small but mighty team of people, and these past few weeks have been hard emotionally, but also logistically, y'all. We've been making this podcast from like four different places, and these past few episodes have been produced from Marisol's home in San Francisco. So Marisol, thank you for rocking with us through these crazy times. Devin will be back as your host on Wednesday. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Catch y'all from the producer's seat. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.